Hello and welcome back to the Talk To Me podcast. I'm Angelique and in today's episode, we'll be looking at the 12 phrasal verbs of Christmas. I have chosen to feature 12 phrasal verbs in line with the Christmas song, The 12 Days of Christmas. I have specifically chosen these 12 because they are used a lot around the Christmas and festive periods. However, all of them can be used at other times of the season and of the year, in fact, so they are not specific only to Christmas. Phrasal verb number one, to look forward to. To look forward to is synonymous with to be excited for something. So for example, I am looking forward to singing Christmas carols this year. Christmas carols are Christmas songs that we sing around the festive period. Now, please note that when we use looking forward to, we almost always follow it with a verb in the gerund form, with the ing. For example, I'm looking forward to singing, I'm looking forward to going, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. The second phrasal verb is to put up or to hang up. Now, these have a very similar meaning, if not the same meaning, and that is to place something on a wall or surface. However, there is a slight difference, and maybe you have already guessed this difference if you know the verbs to put and to hang. So to put is to place something on a surface, whereas to hang is to place something higher up, perhaps on a hook or on a wall, so that it's falling downwards. It's secure, but it's falling downwards. It's not uh, on a solid surface. And similarly, to put up could be to decorate, um, for example, putting some ornaments on a shelf. However, to hang up would probably be to hang ornaments on the wall, hang a wreath on the door, or hang decorations onto the branches of a Christmas tree. So for example, We always put up our Christmas decorations on the 1st of December. You could also say, we always hang up our Christmas decorations on the 1st of December as well. The third phrasal verb is to put off. So as you can see, this one is also using the verb to put, but with off. And what that means is to delay or to postpone something. So it's very, very different to put up. It's very, very different. And to put off, for example, could be, I think I will put off starting my new healthy diet until after Christmas. Now, this is something that a lot of people do say. They usually say, oh, I will put it off until the new year. I will put it off until next year, until I make my new year's resolutions, for example. So basically, it means to delay something. Another thing that people put off is Christmas shopping. Um, For example, some people who perhaps don't like it, don't enjoy it, um, will say, oh, I'm already, I'm still putting off my my Christmas shopping. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to do it later in the month, for example. The fourth phrasal verb is to wrap up. Now, to wrap up has two separate meanings. So first I'll go with the most literal one, which is to wrap a gift. 
So your gift or present, whatever it may be, to put it in the wrapping paper and then to close it up with sellotape or a ribbon or a bow. For example, I will wrap up all the presents with gold paper and ribbons. However, we also have a second meaning and that is more figurative. Um, where it actually means to wear warm clothes, to wear a lot of layers of warm clothes. So in a way, you are wrapping yourself up in clothes, in a way. So for example, maybe your parents or your partner would say to you, you need to wrap up warm, it's cold outside. And that means you need to wear a lot of warm layers of clothing, for example, a jumper, a coat, a scarf and a hat. For the fifth phrasal verb, it is to stuff your face. Now to stuff your face, it means to eat a lot of food. So we have the verb to stuff. Now as a noun, stuff means things, random things. But as a verb, stuff means to put a lot of one thing into another that perhaps it doesn't fit or it's very, very full. So uh, similarly, if you stuff your face, it's like you're putting so much food into your face that it can barely fit. For example, I can't wait to stuff my face on Christmas dinner tomorrow. And what that means is I can't wait to eat a lot of food on Christmas day tomorrow or at Christmas dinner tomorrow. Um, you can also use this um, kind of as an adjective as well if you say I'm stuffed. And what that means is that you're very, very full. You can't eat anymore because you're super full. So you could say that after Christmas dinner, you could say, oof, I'm stuffed. For the sixth phrasal verb, we have to laze about. So this phrasal verb comes from the adjective lazy, which means that you don't do very much, you're not very motivated, you want to kind of um, maybe lie in bed or not get up or not do anything productive. So similarly, to laze about, it means to relax and not do very much. But it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes to laze about is good because it gives you a chance to relax and rejuvenate. And often around the Christmas holidays and the Christmas period, people will laze about because they have some time off from work and school and they have some time to relax. So for example, I love the Christmas holidays because we get to laze about all week watching Christmas movies. So as you can see, in this sentence, it's actually a positive thing. The seventh phrasal verb that we have is to rush around. So to rush is to do something quickly and around is the preposition of direction. So here it's not literally around in a circle. It just means to do things hurriedly, to do things fast um, or to do things quickly. So for example, my mum is always rushing around buying the final presents at the last minute. So this links back in with the phrasal verb to put off. Perhaps in this example, um, the person's mum had put off the Christmas shopping until far too late in the month and now she has to rush around in order to buy them all before it's too late. The next phrasal verb, the eighth one, is to go out. So you may have heard this phrase before, not related to Christmas. Um, which uh, it's also applicable all times of the year and it comes from the verb to go um, and also out as in uh, leaving the house, so to leave and what it means is to leave your house and socialise usually 
So if you say go out, it doesn't always just mean for a walk. Probably it also means to socialise in a local bar or pub with some friends and family. For example, shall we go out with friends on Christmas Eve? Our ninth phrasal verb is the opposite, the antonym to going out. It is to stay in. And what that means is to remain at home. So for example, would you prefer to go out this year or to stay in? Now, please note that you can't use only to stay because it doesn't make sense. You do need to put in at the end of this phrasal verb for it to make sense, or you need to uh, specify where you will be staying. For example, to stay at home or to stay in the hotel. But if you want to end uh, the phrase there after stay, you must put in. And same goes with go out. You cannot say only to go, you must say to go out or to go to and then specify the place pub or the bar, for example. So now we come to our tenth phrasal verb, to end up. Now, as with some of the others mentioned today, to end up is not especially just for Christmas. You can use it at any time of year. And what it means is to eventually do something as a final result. So what that means is perhaps it wasn't your first intention or your original intention to do it. However, as a final result, that is what happened. So, for example, if you're telling a story, you might say at the end, and then we all ended up going out to the pub together. And it means that was the final result. It wasn't planned, but it happened. The eleventh and penultimate phrasal verb is to bump into. Now, to bump um, is a different verb that means um, when two things crash together. Uh, For example, you might bump your head on a door frame or um, bump your toe on the corner of a table. Um, However, when you say bump into, it usually has the following meaning, and that is to meet someone unexpectedly in the street, for example. So it doesn't mean that you physically crash one body into the the other, but rather it means that you, you meet them by surprise. It was not planned, it was by surprise. So, for example, I was very surprised to bump into an old school friend that I hadn't seen in years. And often, around the Christmas period, you do bump into friends, family, neighbours, because a lot of people are out and about, they're Christmas shopping or going out for a meal in a restaurant or walking around the town. Um, So it is a time of year that you you do end up bumping into a lot of uh, friends and family and neighbours as well. And then we have our 12th and final phrasal verb of Christmas, and that is to have fun. Now, if that isn't the spirits of Christmas, I don't know what is, because having fun, it means to enjoy yourself. Now, obviously, the verb to have, it means to have something in your possession, and fun isn't something that we can possess. However, it's something we can experience and enjoy. And what it means is you are having a great time, which I believe is the essence of Christmas, to have fun and enjoy yourself. So our example today is we always have fun at Christmas time. Now I hope that you all have fun this Christmas time and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Talk To Me podcast, the 12 phrasal verbs of Christmas. We hope you enjoyed it and from all of us at Talk To Me, have a great day and a Merry Christmas period.